This is AgriPulse Drive Time brought to you by NCIS, the National Crop Insurance Services. America's crop insurance agencies provide individualized protection on more than 311 million acres of farmland. Good Wednesday afternoon. I'm Spencer Chase. Two familiar faces topped the list of Ag, Food, and Select Energy Political Action Committee spending in the last election cycle. According to data compiled by the Center for Responsive Politics and analyzed by AgriPulse, House Ag Committee Ranking Member Mike Conaway collected just under $600,000 in the last election cycle, the top recipient on Capitol Hill. House Ag Committee Chair Colin Peterson pulled in the second largest total on the Hill with $487,000. Michigan Democrat and Senate Ag Committee Ranking Member Debbie Stabenow led Senate recipients with just over $461,000. The analysis showed a greater investment in the election by the 238 PACs AgriPulse studied, In a sentiment that could surely be echoed by many PAC spenders, National Cattlemen's Beef Association lobbyist Colin Woodall says PACs are a way to recognize supportive lawmakers. What we have made very clear is that uh, NCBA is an association, especially an association that has an active political action committee, is that we are going to support our friends and we're going to support our friends on both sides of the aisle. The majority of ag funds went to Republicans, but about 30 percent went to Democratic candidates. For more on that subject, as well as a deep dive into House Speaker Nancy Pelosi's ag credentials and exclusive developments on rice exports to China, check out today's AgriPulse newsletter. The courtroom battle over public lands policy has escalated. AgriPulse's Ben Nully has more. The American Farm Bureau Federation, Utah Farm Bureau, and San Juan County Farm Bureau files a brief in U.S. District Court of the District of Columbia supporting President Donald Trump's December 2017 proclamation to modify national monuments in Utah. The brief filed last week supports the federal government's request to dismiss several cases filed against the president's declarations to decrease the size of the Grand Staircase Escalante National Monument and the Bears Ears National Monument. The brief explains how these changes made by the president will protect ranchers and increase livestock grazing ability around the monuments. The groups wrote if the plaintiff's claims are granted, they would, quote, significantly jeopardize ranching in the area under multiple federal laws and regulations, end quote. AFBF argues the president has the authority to decrease the monuments under the Antiques Act. Also, there is no legal precedent for limiting presidential authority to make modifications, nor has Congress ever passed a law responding to a presidential declaration to modify a monument. For AgriPulse, I'm Ben Nully. Farm Bill implementation is rolling along behind the scenes at the Department of Agriculture. The shutdown kept a number of employees critical to the process at home for the month of January. But now, Risk Management Agency Administrator Martin Barbary says the process is unfolding. However, he did note there is no crop insurance policy available for hemp production despite the language in the 2018 Farm Bill. He said USDA's Agricultural Marketing Service must first develop production regulations. States must then approve local cultivation. Outside of the Farm Bill, Barbary says the Dairy Revenue Protection Program is growing in use. We're gaining fast. Producers are picking up every week. We get an update on the numbers, and and they keep growing every week. So we we think the product is going to work. We will know more after this first quarter. You know, producers brought coverage for this first quarter, and then up into April, then we'll know how well it covers those producers. He says Farm Bill provisions are in the works and will be informed by a listening session coming up next week. We're going to have all the uh, leadership of the agencies there to to hear producers, hear their comments. Uh, Producers who want to come or or any interested party that wants to come and 
and actually present testimony there it needs to register by february 22nd through regulations.gov or or if you just want to send comments in you can do that up to march 1st so so we're going to take those comments and and mold them into with the bill we have in front of us and then go from there now here's a word from our sponsor Today's AgriPulse Drive Time is brought to you by America's Crop Insurance Industry, which is thankful for the continued support of farmers, commodity organizations, rural businesses, lenders, and lawmakers who are fighting to maintain a strong farm safety net. Providing individualized protection on more than 311 million acres of farmland, crop insurance remains the smartest, most efficient way to secure America's food, fiber, and fuel supply. That's all for today's Drive Time. For more agriculture, trade, environment, and regulatory news, visit agripulse.com. Reporting in Washington, I'm Spencer Chase.